listening to Football and Fluff, where we talk a lot of football and a little bit of fluff. This podcast is a venue where we discuss college football and its fluff. We're your co-host. I'm Hank. And I'm Trey. I'm the football. And I'm the fluff. Word play of the day brought to you by Fluff. Word play of the day. Scoop and score. This phrase is used to describe when a player picks up a live ball and scores a touchdown. The most common instance this references is when a defensive player picks up a fumble and returns the ball for a touchdown. However, this can also be used to describe any situation where a live ball on the ground is picked up and returned for a score. For example, if a squib kick was kicked along the ground and the returner picked up the ball and returned it for a score, That can also be considered a scoop and score. Wordplay of the day. What's going on, Fluff? Hey, what's going on with you? How are you doing with this lack of football season? Well, I tell you, I mean, it's been some some weekends with uh, no football on the TV, so. (laughs) You mean football from 9 a.m. to midnight? 9 to midnight, that's the college football Saturday around this house. It was our distinct pleasure to interview Julius Wilkerson of the Wayne State University football team. For all other student athletes who'd Uh like to share their story with us, we can be reached at footballandfluff at gmail.com or you can inbox us on Instagram at footballandfluff. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Here's your three and out news of the day. The NCAA Division I Board of Directors announced that it will work to host fall sports championship for FCS football in the spring of 2021. The Board of Directors also approved a blanket waiver granting all D1 football athletes an additional year of eligibility and an additional year to complete it. Six of the 10 FBS football conferences are scheduled to play a fall season. These conferences include the ACC, the Big 12, the SEC, the AAC, Conference USA, and the Sun Belt Conference. The college football playoffs is prepared for the fall season as the committee announced its ranking release dates, which start with the first rankings on November 17th and the selection date on December 20th. NC State has temporarily paused all athletic-related activities due to the identified cluster of COVID-19 within its programs. NC State Athletics will continue to follow all established protocols in consultation with the campus and local health officials. Director of Athletics Bo Kerrigan says, based on information available to us, we are making the necessary and swift decision to pause athletic-related activities until we have additional information. We will continue to work with all appropriate parties to evaluate the most responsible path moving forward and we'll provide further details when available. 
Cincinnati and Duke announced that they will start the fall without fans at their football games. The 2020 football season remains uncertain, but some FBS players are not taking any chances with their future. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to fuel players' concerns, and those were brought to light by a group of Pac-12 players who threatened to opt out of this season if their needs are not met. Some other players have already taken that step to opt out of the 2020 season, and here are some notable names. Kenneth Gainwell, running back, Memphis, Gainwell opted out of his third season with the Tigers to prepare for the 2021 NFL Draft. Gainwell had 2,069 yards from scrimmage and 16 total TDs. Kenneth Gainwell is one of the best all-purpose backs in college football. Also, Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. Chase is the highest-ranking player on the Sporting News Top 40 list to opt out this season. Chase won the Bolitnikoff Award last year after a banner season in which he had 84 catches, 1,780 receiving yards, and 20 touchdowns. A huge loss for the defending champions. Sage Surratt, wide receiver Wake Forest. He was a 1,000-yard receiver. He announced that he would opt out of the 2020 season and instead prepare for the 2021 NFL Draft. He caught 66 passes for 1,001 yards and 11 touchdowns as a sophomore last season, earning first-team All-ACC honors. Kerry Vincent, safety, LSU. Vincent's LSU's starting nickel safety from 2019 announced his intention to opt out and prepare for the 2021 NFL Draft. Vincent had 47 tackles, four interceptions for the defending national champions in 2019. Kennedy Brooks will opt out of the 2020 football season. He's a running back at Oklahoma. The redshirt junior earned second team all Big 12 honors last season as he rushed for 1,011 yards and six touchdowns. He also led the conference with a 6.5 yard per carry average. Jalen Twyman, defensive tackle for Pitt, he announced that he would opt out of the 2020 season and declare for the 2021 NFL Draft. Twyman would have been a redshirt junior had he played the 2020 season. He earned first-team All-ACC status after recording 41 tackles and 10 and a half sacks in 2019. He's also ranked as the 17th overall player of the 2020 season. Maryland had six players opt out, most notable Josh Jackson, quarterback. Last year, Josh threw for 1,274 yards and 12 touchdowns, and he was in the mix to be the Terps' starting quarterback for 2020. Chandler Wooten, linebacker, Auburn. Wooten had 25 tackles and four and a half sacks for loss in 2019. He plans to redshirt and return for the 2021 season. Rondell Moore, wide receiver, Purdue. Moore, a second-team preseason All-American, announced his decision to opt out on Twitter. Moore was considered one of the most exciting college football players. He put up 143 catches and 14 touchdowns in the past two seasons. He also averaged 19.4 yards per punt return. That would be a big loss for the Boilermakers. Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. Farley, a second-team preseason All-American, is going to opt out to prepare for the 2021 NFL Draft. Fairly totaled 56 tackles and six interceptions in the past two seasons with the Hokies. He's considered one of the best defensive backs in college football. Rayvon Bonner, running back, Illinois. Bonner became one of the first two FBS players to opt out 
for the 2020 season. Bonner played in 12 games for Illinois last season, and he has 822 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns. This is your 3 and Out News. This podcast is a venue where we discuss college football. So, Fluff, how are you today? I'm well, love. Thanks for asking. Word play of the day. It's time for the cover three question. It's not about just winning and losing. It's about the total development of the student athlete. I love, I love what you guys are doing. I thank you guys for having me, thinking enough for me to say, hey, this is a guy that you know, we can have on our, on, our, on our show. Football and Fluff can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. We can be reached at footballandfluff at gmail.com. Let us know some of the topics that you would like to discuss. You can find us on Instagram at football and fluff. It's time for the cover three questions. Questions that are emailed to football and fluff at gmail.com. This question comes in from Dennis from Toledo, Ohio. I love the game of football. In the early days of this great game, everyone on the field was an athlete who protected themselves by playing all out. My question is, why are the QBs not uh, football players anymore by protecting themselves, by getting down, by running out of bounds, or running up the field? These little bumps and shoves called roughing the passer are just too much. I think that in the game now the quarterback is seriously protected on the college level and on the pro level because basically they're the face of the franchise they're probably the highest paid player on the team and i think in my opinion in college they start the process of making sure that guy uh, is protected in all ways in preparation for his uh, NFL career. That's that's my opinion. Um, but in college football, the quarterback is, is allowed to be, I think, hit more. I think he's allowed to be, um, he's a little less protected in college football, I think. Therefore, the style of play in college football allows you to have a mobile style quarterback, which is now becoming the norm in the NFL. All right, let's see. Question number two, let's go in the email bag. And question number two comes from the juice from the ATL. And her question is, which conference is the most dominant and why so? I think the SEC is the most dominant conference it has the most dominant football players and i think there's a couple of reasons why that they are dominant one of the things that i learned in recruiting is that especially recruiting in the midwest i'm talking um big 10 conference i'm talking 
also the Mid-American Conference. You know, the conference is over in, in that part of the of the United States. The coach seems to have a gentleman's agreement with one another as to who's going to coach or recruit. I'm sorry. In what area? And if you're recruiting over there, I won't go over there and touch any of those players. Whereas in the SEC, they go and get the most dominant player from any part of the United States. And it's an all out recruiting war. And there's no gentleman's agreement when it comes to bringing talent into an SEC uh, football team. Juice from ATL went on to say that OSU gets Ohio State University gets to go to great bowl games and the playoffs. But seemingly because of a notoriously weak schedule, Ohio State is so revered. Their weak schedule allows them to basically walk into the playoffs unscathed, unlike many other schools who aren't afraid of competition. No Ohio State. She is not a fan. Question number three comes out of Memphis, Tennessee from Triple T. His question is, why are we playing college football this year without COVID-19 under control? Well, in my opinion, it's all about the financials that come with college football. Most major college football programs bring in about 70% of the income for the athletic departments of these universities. And without college football, then you would have to drop other sports because of non-revenue. Those are your cover three questions. That wraps up this episode of Football and Fluff. Follow us on Instagram at Football and Fluff. Send us an email at footballandfluff at gmail.com. Tell us about some topics that you would like to discuss. See y'all next week.